And we're back. Another edition here. Stripe Show Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Fulton. Thank you for making us part of your day. Stripe Show here on the road this week. Been following along at Travis Fulton Golf on Instagram. At Travis Fulton on Twitter. You know, we're up here in Ohio right now. And we are at the About Golf Simulator's headquarters just outside of Toledo, Ohio. And as you know, I've got a brand new studio that's in the process of being built in the About Golf Simulator. I'm up here training on it right now, learning all the bells and whistles, and I can't wait to get it in my new studio. We should be up and running first part of November, but we're shooting a lot of content up here right now. And I look forward to sharing some of that with all of you starting on Wednesday, Steve Stricker, the uh, captain of the USA team, of course, has uh, picked his six guys. The, the Europeans will pick their three, Padraig Harrington, after the BMW Championship on Sunday. I think he picks it right there Sunday night. Uh, but Stricker has made his picks. Of course, the first five, I don't think um, really much of a surprise. Of course, Tony Finau uh, is in there, Xander Schauffele, Jordan Spieth, Harris English, and Daniel Berger, I think for the most part. We thought those five were in. Some thought that uh, Daniel Berger uh, may not be in, and Patrick Reed uh, would have taken that spot. But I didn't think Reed was going to make it this year. Of course, his health in question had the bilateral uh, pneumonia uh, from COVID, um, wasn't able to play there in the playoffs, came back here to the Tour Championship. Really couldn't expect much from him um, there down the stretch. But I do think it cost him. And, and I think uh, Coach Stricker probably asked some of the players their thoughts on who they would like to see on the team. And I doubt Patrick Reed got many votes. So Patrick Reed, folks, Captain America is on the outside looking in this year. That can't sit very well at the Reed household, I can imagine. Now, Scotty Scheffler, he gets that sixth spot. You know, if you've been listening to the podcast, you've been following my stuff. I've been touting Sam Burns. I've been on him for the last couple of years. I think he's a, is a terrific player. I think he's the real deal. He had a win this year. Uh, but uh, Stricker went with Scotty Scheffler. And one would have to think, of course, with Scheffler, when you look at his strengths, he's a terrific driver of the golf ball. He's got good length. He's accurate. And he's a pretty underrated short game player as well. My concern with Scheffler is he can get very chilly uh, with that putter. But you also have to think that maybe there's a Team Texas that might be putting together here from an alternate shot standpoint with Jordan Spieth and Scotty Scheffler being teammates, of course, at the University of Texas. They played a lot of golf together. So perhaps there is a team in the making between those two. Because one of the things that, that Stricker has to figure out this year and where the Americans have been terrible in years past is the alternate shot. We are not good alternate shot players. We're not good at team golf, period. As you can see from the Solheim Cup, as the Europeans won again, that's four of the last six. And we know on the men's side, it's nine of the last 12, including four of the last five the Europeans win. So Europeans are very good at team golf. Americans, not so much. But we can get better at it. And I think Stricker, with the pick of Scheffler, is perhaps an attempt to do just that. I would not be surprised to see Spieth and Scheffler uh, playing alternate shot. You look at some of the stats here with Scotty Scheffler. You go into the season uh, that he had. Of course, he didn't get any wins. 
Uh, he was up there, had some top tens, gets it about 305 off the tee. And when you look at whistling straights, I think that's a key factor to consider. And probably the main reason why a player like Kevin Na and Kevin Kisner were not picked because they're not long off the tee. And I think it's a fair argument in that, look, we've been kind of going this path for many years. So why not get someone in there that can putt a little bit and make some putts? And certainly Na and Kisner are right up there. And you, you also know who's a very good putter on the PGA Tour? Sam Burns, he happens to be ninth this season in strokes gain putting. Another reason why I like Sam Burns. But Scheffler, you look at him, strokes gain off the tee, he's 17th. He's one of the best drivers. The approach game, he's 83rd. Not bad. Around the green, he's 28th. He probably doesn't get enough credit for how good his short game is. His putting near the bottom uh, at 107th. He compared that to a Sam Burns. Uh, Sam Burns, strokes gain. Let's see here, coming up, strokes gain off the tee. Where'd it go? There it is. He's 44th, nice driver of the ball, good length, just over 300 yards, very straight. Strokes gain approach, he's 30th. Sam Burns a very good iron player. He gets a little clunky around the green, strokes gain around the green, he's 126th, but he's ninth in putting. He's won this year. I feel like Burns is the better player. I feel like he's more reliable with the irons and the putter. But I think the Scheffler move is perhaps strictly in playing with speed. And I do believe that the feedback that Stricker received from a Jordan Speed, from a Justin Thomas, perhaps more than anybody, even Morikawa, went a long ways in leaving Reed off the team and getting Scheffler on the team. So you start thinking about some of the potential matchups that we might see here. Stricker, I'm sure, is losing sleep over this alternate shot because historically, this is where the Americans dig the hole. You just go back even to the women in the first day on Friday morning, they lost three and a half to a half in alternate shot. And that was the difference in the outcome. They played pretty much even the Americans slightly better after that. And we've seen it with the men losing 3-1 in the alternate shot and then coming back in the best ball, which we tend to be better at. And of course, we seem to be very good when it comes to the singles competition. So you look at some of these potential matchups, I think you're going to see Spieth and Shuffler. I think you're going to see that in alternate shot. I would like to see Xander play with Justin Thomas. I think Justin Thomas, perhaps more than any of the five, along with Colin Morikawa, depending upon how he's feeling. I don't think Morikawa's a hundred percent right now. I think this time off is going to do him some good, but I think Justin Thomas and Morikawa, if healthy, could play all five matches. Um, but I do think JT, I'd like to see him play with Xander. I think that'd be a good matchup. I think the Xander can't lay is probably what we'll see. Uh, but I like the idea of, of JT in there with the length off the tee, great iron player and Xander perhaps, with the putter making those putts. JT very around the green. The putter seems to be ailing a little bit. I like JT with Xander, and I like Cantlay with Morikawa. They kind of fit that temperament together, and I think um, no friction between those two. I think it'd be a very good matchup. And I also like Harris English in Daniel Berger. I think Harris English probably not getting enough credit. He gets a little bit overlooked. He's won twice this year. Um, very solid player. You look at Harris English's stats. There's no weaknesses, folks. He's a good driver. He's a good iron player. And let me tell you something. The guy can putt. You want putters on your team? Harris English is one of the best putters, I'll go ahead and say, in the world. So I kind of like him with the ball striking of Daniel Berger 
um, I think would be a very interesting team from the alternate shot standpoint. So those are some um, some of the guys that I'm looking at there. And then I think you get into the best ball situation. I think that's where you're going to see your big hitters. You're going to see Brooks with Finau. I think that would be a very good matchup. I like the idea of Finau with the confident Brooks and just free-willing it, right? Brooks is kind of that stable, confident player. Hey, Finau, just go swing and play and make seven birdies per round like he does. No one, he's up there in the top three uh, in total birdies throughout the whole season. And you also, you know, is in the top three and for the season of birdies is Sam Burns. I know I've probably made my point there. Uh, Dustin Johnson, I think we'll be playing with Bryson. I think it's a probably going to be a really pop, pop, excuse me, popular topic in the room with the captains is who are we going to put with Bryson? Um, I don't think Bryson's going to play alternate shot. I think that is potential for a disaster, but I do think in best ball, go get it along with DJ DJ probably doesn't even know who he's playing with. He doesn't care. Let's go win a match. JT and Xander, I think, potentially play well in alternate shot. You could see them just continue on um, with the four ball. And then Cantlay and Morikawa, I think if if Cantlay continues to play the way he is, I can't imagine him not playing perhaps all five matches as well, along with Morikawa. Maybe they both do. Maybe just one of them. We'll see how it goes. But Patrick. Cantley, my goodness, he is hitting on all cylinders right now with all 14 clubs. But regardless what the matchups are going to be, you look at this thing on paper, and it's a complete mismatch when it comes to the official World Golf Rankings. Now, of course, a lot of you are saying, well, Travis, that's how it is just about every year. But perhaps this year more than any, um, I mean, it is dominating when you look at the World Rankings. Of course, John Rahm. He's the number one player in the world, deservedly so. He is the best player, I feel, should win player of the year, was dominant in all phases of the game. He's number one in the official world rankings. But check this out. American, DJ's two. American, Morikawa's three. American, Cantlay's four. Um, Who am I missing here? Fifth. Who's fifth in the world golf rankings? I didn't write it down, but it's an American. Trust me. JT, sixth. Bryson DeChambeau, seventh. I mean, Rom, and then a run of American. Then it goes Louie, who's not even playing. And then it goes Finau uh, at nine. Kepka's at 10. English is at 11. I mean, it's just crazy how many of these guys are in the top part of the official World Golf rankings. Um, and you have to go all the way to 13th before you find the second European. Rom is one. <laughs> Rory is 13th. So again, we're the favorites on paper, but can we do enough in the team game? And I think, can we do enough in the alternate shot? If the Americans come out and they split in the alternate shot, I think this thing has the potential to be a landslide because this golf course, make no mistake about it. And again, I think the pick of Scheffler leads into this is going to be set up long. I think they should just start pouring the water to it. Let's make this thing wet. Let's have no rough, and let's put the flags right in the middle of the green. Let's just keep it very vanilla. Let's keep it simple. Let's get the driver out. Let's get a number. Let's attack the flag, and let's have some relatively easy putts, and let's just make it a birdie fest from a 76, 7,700 yards, ball in the air, no roll, keep it off the ground, sets up beautifully for us. So that's what I would do. 
Um, it'll be interesting to see what exactly they do when it comes to a core setup. Because remember, whoever the host team is, they have a lot of say, if not all of the say, in how the course um, is going to be set up. We can't see what we saw last, or let's see, three years ago now, when we lost 17 and a half to 10 and a half in France. And of course, that was that total European game, ball on the ground, bouncing, wind, tucked flags. I mean, just a nightmare if you spray it off of the tee. And we just saw them fairway and green us to death. But here we've got to go with the we've got to go with the long ball. We've got to push the fairways out. We got to cut the rough down and we got to keep it simple and vanilla on the greens with a little bit of speed that they're used to. And off we go. So it'll be interesting to see um, what exactly transpires here. But the American picks are in. I wanted to get a few thoughts out to you. The Europeans are next. As I mentioned, Padraig Harrington will get his picks in, I believe, on late Sunday night after the BMW Championship. But I think you can expect to see Sergio for sure um, will be on that team. His record is impeccable. I think Ian Poulter for sure will be on that team. I think it'll come down to that last pick. Does he want to go with the veteran like Justin Rose or does he want to get a rookie in there like a, uh, a Rasmus Hogard or a, a Guido Mazzoli? You know, there's, there's some options that he can do there. And of course, we decided to go with Scheffler, who'll be making his rookie debut, who is currently 21st in the official World Golf rankings. I saw a tweet where you add all this up, the average age, this will be the youngest team, it appears, that the Americans have put out there. So perhaps kind of a, a turning of the page here, the changing of the guard. No Tiger, of course, no Phil, and we're just kind of now moving forward. Um, with the JTs, the Spees, this younger generation coming up now with Morikawa, Finau, and then even younger than that, Scheffler, Berger, and those guys. So it's going to be fun to see um, how this transpires. Uh, I would have took Burns. He takes Harris English. I'm going to go back to work here at the About Golf Simulator. I'm working on my game. I could play Whistling Straits right now. I get Whistling Straits up here. So I'm working on my swing. I'm working on my game. So just in case if um, Brooks's wrist is not feeling too good, I'm going to send this uh, podcast to Stricker and some of the swings and how I'm playing here at Whistling. Perhaps I could be an option as an alternate heading into that. And don't and 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 all kidding aside, Brooks's wrist. Who knows, right? So there could be a 13th player. Who is that? Is it Reed? I don't think it is. I think it's Burns. Anyway, that's that. All right, back tomorrow. Special Stripe Show podcast. Eli Manning. I'm going to be sitting in my about golf simulator right here. Eli Manning's going to be sitting in his about golf simulator. And we're going to kick off the NFL season, talk some football. And we're going to talk about his golf game. And we're going to get him better at the game of golf. Thanks for joining Stripe Show Podcasts on a Wednesday. few thoughts about the Ryder Cup, folks. Not too far away. See you tomorrow. Let's take a second to talk about the folks over at Encore Golf. Encore has earned a reputation across the golf industry and with golfers everywhere for its combination of value, performance, and customer service. Their team in Buffalo, New York, is flipping the script on golf technology through perimeter-weighted balls made with the high-density particles and proprietary nanotransitional layer offering players enhanced accuracy, 
control, and distance. Encore recently added the Vero X1 to its suite of award-winning golf balls, one that already included the Golf Digest gold-rated elixir and low-compression Avant 55. Through its full suite of golf balls, Encore can help transform any golfer's game. Visit EncoreGolf.com backslash Travis Fulton for more info about Encore and start revolutionizing your game. Now back to the Stripe Show podcast.